1: Oi, oi, Savalois On today's wrestling news, we're going to talk about the top salaries of Vince McMahon, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon and other WWE executives. Is Roderick Strong on his way out of NXT? A new Cruiserweight champion
0: was crowned on last night's NXT. And WWE's women champions share a lovely moment on last night's NXT. I'm Adam Wilbourne. And I'm Andy Murray.
1: And this is the news. Alright, let's start by talking about the money, the cash money, the, the the green whatever name you wanna Benjamin's I'm running out of terms. Skrilla. Uh yeah, there we go. That'll do. Uh, <laughs> a new proxy st- statement released by WWE in compliance with SEC regulations has revealed how much money WWE's top executives and Shane McMahon earned in 2020. <laughs> and there's some interesting figures here. This comes directly from said proxy statement. Vince McMahon, the man at the top of the pile, earned a healthy total of $3.9 million last year. Uh, that's a base salary of $1.4 million. Uh, what million in stock awards, 854,000 in incentives, and around 20,000 in other compensations. It's actually down a little bit on last year, Uh, but Vince McMahon's still taking home a very tidy paycheck, indeed. Uh, Triple H up next: 2.38 million he made last year. Not bad, not bad. That includes uh, around 900,000 from his performer's contract. Uh, Stephanie McMahon: 2.2 million. Again, she has performer's contract. That's around 775,000. Uh, she was on TV, what, twice? Something like that? That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's not oh, bad. I don't no complain about that. That's, yeah, yeah. It was, it's a good thing. Good work if you can get it, for sure. Uh, and Shane McMahon, it was revealed as part of this, he's not an executive in WWE, but he has a performer's contract paying a minimum of 820 grand, which is not bad uh, for fanning around on Raw Underground. <laughs> Bumping <laughs> fists with OMOS and stuff like that. Uh, but the big earner here, the biggest... The man with the Scrooge McDuck-esque vault of money here is Nick Khan, who came home with a whopping $13 million uh, last year. This guy is absolutely rolling it. He is, of course, WWE's president and chief revenue officer. He had a lovely little $5 million signing on bonus because he joined WWE last year and he earned around $6.8 million in stock awards that's that's not bad his base salary is around five hundred thousand dollars so you know uh moderately impressive numbers here not quite on par with what we're paid here at what culture um but you know not bad not bad at all right it's a mid-level salary for for yeah. these guys who probably aren't filing for like benefits or anything anytime <laughs> soon yeah for
0: that kind of money you can fart in my dinner tonight uh <laughs> incredibly (laughs) jealous obviously of all this just kind of i I realize these are two very different things people's salaries that don't necessarily equate to the money that wwe has but hey maybe maybe a cut of that could have gone to all the wrestlers you inexplicably (laughs) needlessly fired last year it's over oh we're going over old ground um, has Vince got enough to
1: retire yet? That's my only question. <laughs> I think I think Vince has had enough to retire for about thirty years. Um, but yeah, he's he's raking it in still.
0: Uh, he's the one, he's the one shouting in bloody Byron Saxton's ear that that making Nia look stupid is better than getting a win over the tag team champions. So
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna book a feud around falling over now. Cool. Um, But yeah, man, uh, it's money. Uh, I don't really have much more to say. They earn a lot of money. They're very rich. There we go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But as, of course, as paid shields of both WWE and AEW, our salaries, as you said just just slightly below that threshold. (laughs) Uh, Right, let's talk about last night's NXT. uh, Some eventful moments on that show we will get into. uh, One of which could see Roderick Strong seemingly leave NXT. Uh, He showed up flanked by his other half uh, last night, and seemingly handed his resignation to William Regal, who said, despite the fact he had some, yeah, understatement of the year, issues with Undisputed Era, uh, he's <laughs> welcome back in NXT whenever he wants. Uh, you assume, Andy, this means Roderick Strong could be heading to the main roster. Please be SmackDown, please be SmackDown, please be SmackDown.
1: Yeah, that would probably be the most, you know, one of those brands is obviously the most obvious landing point. Obviously the most obvious. That's a hell of a sentence uh, for Roderick Strong. Um, but i uh, A thought kind of came into my head earlier this morning when I was writing this this article for the website. What if they have Roderick Strong be like the lead guy, like the veteran at the top of the pile on the NXT Evolve brand, which is supposedly coming along? That'd be a cool role for him, right? He's a ring general, very experienced. He wrestled for Evolve in the past across many, many years. Uh, That might be a cool role for him as well, but... Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see where he lands. He is kind of like the spare part in this whole Undisputed storyline because Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole had the big feud. Bobby Fish is, I don't know, doing some on stuff or injuries <laughs> and whatever. He's, he's a weird guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole had the big singles feud. Roddy was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to lose to Cameron Grimes this week and, and fart around a bit. Uh, so hoping for good things in his future. He's a very, very good professional wrestler. And uh, I wonder if him and Marina Shafir on camera will maybe become more of a permanent thing because yeah. she's not really done anything uh, as of late either she was in the Women's Dusty Classic but nothing beyond that so best of luck to him in the future didn't see this coming but it does make sense yeah exactly just don't screw him up he's so talented
0: Vince and I know yeah. he's not seven foot tall and wide but he's mint so yeah. just try how about having a go with an NXT call up for once
1: yeah absolutely give him a shot Uh but, well, you know, if he's seven foot wide, I would be, be quite worried about himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's move over to the cruiserweight division. Uh, right, so there was a title change last night. Just after, you know, five days after Santos Escobar became the undisputed NXT cruiserweight champion, merging the belts with Jordan Devlin, something he'd wanted to do for holding the interim championship for like a year, basically. Uh, he lost the belt to Kushida last night the silly sausage uh Escobar came out he did an open challenge Uh, you kind of deserve to lose if you're doing an open challenge mate you never know who's going to come out but it was Kushida who lost to Pete Dunne takeover stand and deliver uh it looked like for a while yeah Escobar was going to put him away he had him set up for why am I looking for this move name why can't I remember the phantom driver there we go There we go, he had him set up, up. Kushida countered. They had a series of pin exchanges, number of two counts. Kushida got the better of him in that, walked away with the belt. It's Kushida's first championship in WWE. Backstage, he was accosted by Jordan Devlin, who said, hey, I'm leaving for a while, but I'll be coming back to get that belt soon enough. Watch your back, Kushida. Uh, Yeah, man, here we go. It's an interesting turn of events. Considering Kushida lost a takeover, he could make the argument that he kind of failed upwards here. But it's an open challenge. Theoretically, me or you could have shown up. Well, maybe not me. I'm not a cruiserweight at the moment. (laughs) Let me tell you, lockdown's been hard. Uh, But anyone could have showed up and and fought him there. So it's a way to get around those kind of concerns. Uh, Good for Kushida. He's not often been booked the most consistently in WWE. So hopefully this heralds the beginning of a stronger run yeah exactly it's about damn time that boy had a championship and
0: uh, as much as I'm gutted that my boy Santos Escobar had to lose it I've really enjoyed uh, what he's done with Legado del Fantasma I think he's one of those people a lot of people have sort of slept on yes he's had a lot of it bollocks you know interference matches but when they've just been allowed to wrestle with someone with people like jake atlas or swerve or whoever it may be i thought he smashed it out of the park i really quite enjoyed his match with devlin at takeover last week enjoyed the match with kushida excited to see where this goes next uh for but for both guys not just kushida uh but also for sandus escobar because i think he's really showcased his talents uh, and congratulations to Kushida, like I say, about bloody damn time. Uh, and speaking of champions, there was a lovely moment on last night's NXT. Uh, we had new NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez going a promo celebrating defeating Io Shirai when, of all people, Rhea Ripley's music hit. Of course, these two have had their issues. Rhea Ripley was effectively gone from NXT after that wild brawl. Uh, the Force Count Anywhere match that she had with Raquel Gonzalez. But she is now, of course, the new Raw Women's Champion. She came down to the ring, had a bit of a moment. You thought, what's going to happen here with Raquel Gonzalez? And they smiled, clinked belts and had a hug. That wasn't it, though. Bianca Belair also showed up uh, with her newly won SmackDown Women's Championship. Same thing again. Here, Ooh, a bit of a stare down. Ah, <laughs> you're all right. Clink belts, uh, hug, pose and a, a lovely shot behind them of them in their early days in NXT and now look at them. I thought this was, uh you know, a bit of a humble brag about, yeah, well, women's division is pretty damn good in WWE across the board. Uh, but a, a lovely moment for these three performers who had an incredible week to share.
1: Yeah, just nice this, wasn't it? All three coming through the ranks in NXT, all three winning the big belt on the very same week. Just a nice story, nice situation. Uh, a moment of light in what has been a difficult time in pro wrestling since all the pandemic nonsense kicked in. Uh, so yeah, this was cool. Uh, also, shout-outs to Raquel Gonzalez for telling Frankie Monet she was going to shove her dog up her arse, uh, <laughs> which is... <laughs> a, a hell of an introduction for the former tie of Valkyrie, but yeah, this was this was very nice indeed.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like look at this amazing women's division we've got. Oh, and of Valkyrie's now here as well. Insane yeah, it's not
1: bad. The stats, <laughs> not talent bad. they've got.
0: Uh, so yeah, good, all good stuff there, right? Let's move on to your Twitter questions at whatcultureww. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Jake, 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 who says, what wrestler from any company who seems to be close to being retired from the ring would you like to see win a championship one last time? Uh, for Jake, it would be Mickey James to somehow get the gold
1: one more time. Good shout, that Jake. Yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, <laughs> because I think the internet reaction would be hilarious. Goldberg. Um, <laughs> Imagine if Goldberg was the one who ended Roman Reigns' run with oh. the Universal Championship if he like, beat him in a spear and a jackhammer. Uh, I don't earnestly want that, but I think the, the, the reaction to it would be worth the price of admission alone, for sure. Uh, at this moment, I'd take him
0: just having a match, but if we could get away for one, Wade at my best friend, Stu Bennett... To win a world title, preferably the WWE Championship, because you should have given it to him before. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to see that happen. Uh, but let us know your comments on this in the comment section below, because uh, love to know some of your suggestions. Uh, sec- se- second question: Because today comes from the Social Get Down Network, who says that uh, now we've passed what feels like the end of the WWE calendar, i.e., WrestleMania. Who is your dark horse pick? to be a main roster world champion in the new year. Mine are Damian Priest and Io Shirai.
1: I could definitely see them giving uh, Mandy Rose some kind of title reign coming off this slip. Like, yeah, I don't know if that'd be a good idea—the banana skin person as a world champion. But uh, I can see them persisting with this, and Vince might think it's an incredible push. Ah, oh, she falls over, pal. Um, but really, honestly, I could actually see Jinder Mahal being WWE champion again, right? Because yeah. if when he comes back to tv if drew gets it back from bobby lashley which i think he's gonna do at backlash wrestle mania whatever it's called <laughs> uh, i could i could see jinder taking it away from drew and and like doing the free mb storyline and holding it for like a month before mcintyre gets it back i don't know how wise an idea that would be but i could see it happening
0: yeah I think Jinder might be a good shout, you know. Uh, uh Riddle feels less of a dark horse. It feels like well, they're so hot on Riddle right now that he may well, uh, like you said with Kashida, uh, kind of lose upwards into a world title p- picture potentially. Um, maybe, maybe if he transitions to SmackDown, who knows? Uh, I don't know, I don't know how that would get there. Real dark horse. I'm just gonna indulge myself here. He carry grass, baby, to <laughs> the moon! Um, not going to win it in nxt bollocks let's have him win the world title on the main roster if he just buys his way into the title basically with all the money he made in gamestop congratulations once again <laughs> for that uh final question day comes from daniel navarro who says lads which episode of the news did you guys record where you swore in geordie for half the episode um I can't remember. You'll have to, I you'll can't have to go remember that. Them. It's probably been taken down, let's be honest. Uh, also, proper question from Daniel here, Andy. Uh, do you think the AW will be able to keep the ratings boost that they'll probably get tonight from airing unopposed?
1: I think that their base level, like the... The amount that they can be expected to get every week will will increase and will stay relatively steady. Um, but will it be as high as maybe it could have been a few months ago? Uh, will it see a, a steady rise or anything like that? AEW's numbers haven't been good recently. Coming out of uh, the last pay per view, they've they've been disappointing across the board. Now the perspective to that: um, the Wednesday Night Wars. They only lost in the eighteen to forty nine demographic once. They only lost in overall viewership ten times across something like 83 weeks so you know worst is a relative Worst is a relative term and they regularly finish inside like the top 10 15 on cable shows for the night so they're still doing okay but not as okay as you would hope so uh, to kind of come back to your answer i think they will keep a higher base level but Mm. my optimism for growth is nowhere near as high as it was two months ago
0: yeah, I think that's a completely fair assessment. Uh, fascinating to see how both NXT and AEW does. NXT, of course, winning the Wednesday Night War, so they move on <laughs> to win another night of the week. I'm joking, comment section, <laughs> calm down, turn off the caps <laughs> lock. You won't take that. <laughs> um, I, th- I think, I think the, the if, if, NA- if AEW's number, sorry, I have no idea what NXT are gonna do this week, but if AEW's number doesn't start at the bare minimum with an 8, they will consider that a real disappointment. Will they hit Lil Wayne? Will they hit a Millie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not this week, but uh, yeah. Intrigued to see what they do uh, and how they respond and what number they do. But we will, of course, keep you posted with that uh, as things develop and the number we'll get for NXT will be tonight. AW will be tomorrow, so Friday we'll update you on everything, probably. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally. Random won this, but just made me smile a little bit. Uh, from Luke Morgan, uh, who tweeted yesterday during WrestleMania, my cow gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby bull, and I named him Mania. Mania, good boy. Thoughts, Sandy? It's
1: a cow, isn't
0: it? <laughs> anyway.
1: Milk and Ugh. steaks, that, you know, <laughs> burgers, <Ugh. laughs> that's, that's new. <sighs> <laughs>
0: yeah, let's move on let oh, us know your no. thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments I don't want to milk it anymore uh, let us know your Duh. thoughts on that in the comments section down below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts got the NXT review later got the AW preview after that uh, and also you can know, let,
1: let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE watch there follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at at uh, Andy H. Murray. The H stands for today. Hey, Google Docs, get your act together. What were you doing this morning? Just work. Just work, please. Thank you, Bill Gates. Bill Gates? No. Let's end this video. <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
0: follow me on Twitter at Adam Will. Follow us all at WhatCultureWW. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you mar- <sighs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>